0: Anticipation Now you're playing with brain power to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. And I'm Joe. And guys, today we have what Rare and Mattel are calling Nintendo's first video board game. I
1: I guess it it sort of is that. Is is this correct, Mike? Like,
0: do do you agree? Do your eyes lie to you? Well... (laughs) You know, it's semantics here, but it's not really Nintendo's first video board game. In fact, Nintendo's first video board game is probably like Fortune Street. You know, they didn't have a hand. In the development of this game, and I don't appreciate them also stealing Nintendo's tagline of the now you're playing with power. And it just seems like Mattel really wants you to believe that Nintendo made this and not Rare.
1: <laughs> really getting off on the wrong foot here.
0: Yeah, I just, I guess they I could be that saying, like, well,
2: it's, I guess like they, a lot of people called the machine the Nintendo, so it's like the first one available on the Nintendo.
0: That makes sense to me. Know. Okay, I like that, but here's the thing when you see video board game, right? Are you thinking, like, Pictionary, or would
2: you be expecting Monopoly? Uh, yeah, I'd be expecting more of a board game than just like a little mini game that has a board involved. I mean, there is a, there's a little more rules too, but yeah, I'm expecting Monopoly.
0: Well, Anticipation says if you're bored with board games and you're tired <laughs> of pursuing trivia, which I guess is just a reference to Trivia Pursuit, uh, if you're bored of both of those things and you've had your fill of ethical questions... Then you're ready for what anticipation. What does that mean? What does
1: that mean? I don't know.
0: I guess there's no <laughs> ethics involved in anticipation.
1: <laughs> I feel like that. Did the, 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 like the manual writer just like that? He had like a Freudian slip there, and like he's always just grilled on his politics or something
0: whenever
2: he plays. <laughs> yeah, it was games like a passive aggressive like shot at his manager. He thought his manager would read it before he printed it. And, right. It's yeah. like
0: had enough of your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready for anticipation. I, I Is like Jim it, pissing you off again. Yeah, Why
2: anticipation.
0: <laughs> I like the idea though that you're bored with board games and now you're gonna play this and because it's a video board game. Instead, <laughs> it's gonna like change everything. No cleanup, no nothing.
1: <laughs> Everybody hates the cleanup.
0: It's all fun and games setting it up. Some people don't even play; they just like to set it up. I don't know if you guys ever played the board game Mousetrap. But oh I, yeah, I would only well, ever I've set never, that thing up. I never used it.
1: Yeah, I've never played it. I've the just first, set it up and, and yeah, the first and, time and set it off. The first time me and my mom played Mousetrap, uh, one of the contraptions broke, so it was just useless.
0: Well, that stinks, and there's a lot of pieces. So there are. Did you Let's return it. it? No. Okay, that's also <laughs> it's not yeah, too late. So you're just like casually revealing that you're rich to the rest of the audience. You're like getting board games; they're broken, and you're like, "This is fine." Uh, I'm
1: just saying that, you know, uh, I was like seven and my mom probably had more important things to worry about. So actually, no, it's just it's just child neglect. Got it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, let's let's talk about anticipation in, as the best we can, because it it's just basically Pictionary, like I said, except for there are dots on the screen that appear for different categories. And then slowly the computer fills and connects those dots. And then I guess whoever's the first person to kind of understand the image that the computer is drawing buzzes in and then tries to uh, guess the answer. Uh, anything else you yeah, guys want to add?
2: Well, I think the the important distinction you made there between this and Pictionary is that the computer is drawing it. And, and I think that a big draw of, like, actual Pictionary is that a friend of yours is drawing is drawing something. Like, that takes away already, like, I think, the, a major part of, like, the well, appeal to something like this.
1: Not even just that, but, like, I always liked to be the one to draw. And you don't get to do that in this game. It's, right. It, you are just... There's just this fifth... If you're playing in a four-player game, there's just this uh, fifth, like, embodiment of something that is drawing for you. And it just it feels like half a game. Even there, um, we we didn't get into like the the board game on top of this yet. But that that's that's already like I, when I saw when I saw the screen caps for this, I'm like, oh, I'll get to draw something. Like, does this like I actually get to put pixels down on the screen? And then when I found out that I couldn't. I was very disappointed.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll likely have to wait for Color a Dinosaur before you're able to draw anything on the NES. I, you,
1: you know that my anticipation is high for <laughs> Color a Dinosaur.
0: So before we talk about the, the larger board game, which I feel is the second part of the gameplay, not, not as important as this first element, you know, it is a bummer that you can't draw, but obviously that's because you're not divided into teams. You're, you're Each of you is playing for your own win. And so... There's, there's this whole element of like, the, the game itself just being based around connect the dots and, and figuring out <laughs> fastest what the object is. I didn't find too many objects to be impossible to guess within a few seconds.
1: Uh, Well, were you only playing on easy, Mike?
0: I, was pl- I, I don't know if I played on the hard mode, but I played on the whatever the, whatever the medium? other difficult... Yeah, medium, if that's what it was called. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, I'll have some stories later about hard mode, but...
0: Which uh, one got gotcha, you? Which I'd, I'd be interested to hear, like, one that you were well, just like, I would have never guessed that. Okay. Well, th- this, is,
1: this is like several stories.
0: <laughs> okay, good. We're, we need a story time.
1: <laughs> okay. So I'll first preface this by saying that uh, in the higher difficulties, and I think later in like, just the normal game, uh, like the, the dots go away. So you can't sort of draw them in your mind before the computer gets there. Um, but when you get to hard mode, it has these weird, like, th- th- there's a disconnect between sometimes it'll give you a category that's supposed to give you a clue as to what it might be. And it is completely different than what it is drawing. Like, it, I guess anything that, like, has one or two moving parts is science. Um, and but, but in hard mode, if when you're playing a computer, they, their reaction time gets much much greater. So like, in one instance, uh, the computer had drawn maybe three or four very small lines and the computer guesses and immediately types in like uh, oil can or not, uh, no, blowtorch. It was blowtorch. And then it's correct. And then the computer spends another five to six seconds drawing this very intricate blowtorch that the, com- that the computer player guessed in three seconds. So th- there's also this balance of like, I guess, where, where do they draw the line of what's guessable or not? So th- your competition gets a lot stronger as you get, uh, and, and the items get a bit more complex as you go higher and difficult.
0: And now I don't know about you, but I am, I'm not interested in my reaction times versus a computer. And that's why I wasn't too interested in playing the harder difficulties, of this game, because I feel like I got the full experience on medium. And it it is interesting to hear that the dots go away and that the the category titles go away. So you don't know exactly what type of thing they're drawing for which category. But I think the the idea of, well, the way that it gets harder is that the computer gets smarter and it chimes in faster than you would recognize what it is, is kind of just like a... Like, maybe that works out better if you have four human players, but when a computer is added to the mix, even if it's three regular people and a computer, I feel like the computer has a obvious advantage there that I'm not interested in checking yeah. out. Yeah, I
1: mean, and we kind of had this problem with Jeopardy! to an extent, too, but it wasn't as, like, obvious and as problematic because, like, it's just a question, and people either know or don't know that, but if you're just drawing... These uh, these abstract lines and and trying to form pictures out of them uh, when they're incomplete, then it gets a little bit more ridiculous that a computer can guess out of three lines or something along those lines. Sean, this might yeah. Oh, go ahead, Joe.
2: Oh no, I was gonna say, I I didn't because I only played medium as well. Um, and I and I had a similar thought where I was like oh, I should play hard, but like I feel like this is going to make this game longer. Like that there would just be more ter- more turns where the computer reacts to be more quickly, and then I have to just wait through their turns longer and etc. Um. But, you know, I, I, I'm i of two minds of another thing that they do to make it more difficult, at least as medium, as you get to the end of the medium board, um, where they, they take away the spaces that they put at the bottom to tell you how many letters are in the word. Uh, yeah. And at first I thought, okay, that that's a little more organic where I feel like, oh, it's just more, it's harder for me. And it's not because I'm competing against a computer that already knows the answer. But then after a while, there there, are just, there were some things, there was one that was like, it was like a just like a like a stick figure and i was like well that could be person it could be man it could be you know it, it, it was man and it's like, but it was the, just like
1: the amount of spaces that would actually give you that clue as to what it actually was exactly yeah there there yeah. there were like a
2: and there were a couple of those where there was like well this this could yeah. just be called a lot of different things or i could word this a lot of different ways and without those spaces i i had it, one no as well
1: that. i had one as well and it was a picture of a barbecue with like smoke coming out of it but I mean, I only say that now because that was the answer. I just thought it was a grill, so I typed in "grill" <laughs> and it was wrong, or I typed in "g." Uh, but yeah. um, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird things there. But just going back to like easy mode, uh, th- th- there's a huge discrepancy in the difficulty of of the different modes because in easy mode, I finished the game by myself. Then no other player. Uh, just even interacted with the board at all. I just answered them all. And once you go to—I don't know if it's what it's like in medium, but with hard, they just start guessing randomly. It—it's it, just like there's there's absolutely no difficulty curve there. It's just yeah. A it wide. sounds like
2: there's a big jump because on medium, I I beat the game, and maybe uh, I was playing. With, I was there were three players in my game, and like each other player maybe answered once or maybe twice. Yeah. Uh, and that was just because I didn't, there, there was like, there was one thing that was a beehive, but it just, I mean, yeah. maybe I have, if you know what I'm talking about. I saw that like, one. Yeah. Maybe I have like not seen enough beehives in my life, but like, this was not, this There's not like a beehive. This, like, it's a like man-made, industrial like industrial beehive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I never would have gotten that.
0: An interesting uh, problem that, that continues to occur too, in these rare developed game show, like games is that they have no perceivable way of, Giving the computer a wrong answer in a different word. They just kind yeah. of misspell or add uh, like symbols to the yeah, words. Glitch. And in this game, that really hurts it because you see something like, let's say it's volcano, and they'll get like V O L star symbol, a percentage sign, you know, and it's like, okay, well, that's a pretty good clue for me now, too. Of what this actually is.
2: I thought it was weird that they did that. Because I, I remember it, it was a Wheel of Fortune that had that. Where I remember thinking, well, okay, because they're making a guess. And, and the computer can't come up with a with a realistic guess that a person would make based on this. So it's just giving you part of the answer as like a compromise to like make it as close to real as they can. But for this, the way that you answer is you go through and you select each letter. And, and once you select one letter incorrectly, you it says you're wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought, why strange. didn't
2: the computer just select one wrong letter and tell it it's wrong? And then it doesn't have to have that kind of game breaking thing where it's like, well, this is what would happen if another human guessed also. It's exactly what you would see. And then it doesn't have to give away the whole answer.
1: Wow. I didn't even think of that. This is, yeah, that's very strange.
0: Yeah. That's what I actually expected to happen too, because to be honest, I like the fact that on the player side, it doesn't waste your time if you don't know what it is off the bat you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you type in every single letter and then be like oh actually we weren't looking for grill we were looking for barbecue you know like to sean's point so i i think that the fact that the computer is then allowed to like just draw the whole thing and uh, not draw uh write out the whole thing is a weird tell yeah to help the
1: the players just just for the actual players yeah that's very strange i I guess we should have found a way to play this together. I don't think that it would change our critical review of this game, but maybe our experience would
0: have been a, a bit more in line with what people in 88 may have done. Well, you know, I, di- I did play it um, with my fiance, and I think that the the thing here is that, the you know, unless you have the NES4 score, which was a add-on accessory that would let you play with four controllers. It's just called you- a multi tab Yeah, they called it the four score, but uh, uh, (laughs) that's funny. It's true. Like, multi-tap is now, like, the official word across all systems for those things. But, like, (laughs) I guess at the time, Nintendo was like, we have to make this exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, you know, as long as there's one computer in the mix, you're technically always playing the same kind of game that you would play with or without another person. It's just that on the easier difficulties easier difficulties it gets to be more competitive with the human players Mm -hmm. whereas in the later difficulties they're just kind of at the mercy of the response time that the computer chooses yeah the drawings though i mean you know i'm sure there were some funny ones but for the most part the finished drawings are pretty competent
2: line art (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was surprised that there were as much as that there were definitely plenty that i was like well that's ridiculous that's not what that looks like um that most of them I was like well even with even with this like n e s thing even like a a quarter of the way through the drawing i I do have a good idea i mean they they did a decent job of making sure they didn't do any they didn't do too many things that were like impossible to get like halfway through the drawing uh granted i'm looking at one right now because i'm watching a video as we're speaking that i probably never would have gotten but uh, but for the most part that they, they they did better than i expected
1: they, they did about as well as uh, the the general populace would would do in a pictionary game i'd say They're that's a good point stick figures and uh, uh bad like poor angles bad perception or bad perspective, you know.
0: Yeah, it would books. it would be something different if there was actually, like, good graphics behind all of this, you know. Yeah. It is kind of, I, I just posted one in the chat of a crab. And I think, like, you know, that's, a, that's better than I would draw of a crab, but it's also not the, a great drawing of a crab.
1: Yeah, it's like <laughs> the archetypical crab. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could even uh, argue that that's, like, Totoro instead of a crab if you look at it the right way.
1: Oh, I see it now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you or um Delibird from the Pokemon. So maybe this is uh like an early Pokemon leak from
2: Do you see it listener, I right? See, no, I see I see Chansey. Yeah, we should put this in the uh in the show notes or whatever. I'll put it in the show notes, sure. I've already saved
0: the image. Uh, doesn't everybody save images from anticipation?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> so, you know, th- maybe this is good foreshadowing, but on on the box for the game It it says Anticipation, Nintendo's first video board game, but in between those two pieces of text, it has the entire alphabet, A, B, C, D, all the way to Z across it. And I think that's a good way of communicating how you're going to type out your responses in this game. (laughs) But did you think that it was a little cumbersome to have to keep scrolling across the wheel? And it seemed like You had to wait for it to fall into position, or else it wouldn't input the correct letter.
2: I think because of our, because of at least my experience with Wheel of Fortune, which was a nightmare. I was like kind of, I was kind of pleasantly surprised that it wasn't as bad as it looked. I think just because it moves faster. I never, I never ran out of time while typing, even though it does give you a time limit for some and it's reason. It's
1: got that nice little wavy animation when you, when you move past Yeah,
2: it. you can really zoom across it too, you know, it's not like, it didn't take forever like it did in Wheel of Fortune. I'm sure if I hadn't played Wheel of Fortune, I would have hated this, but now it just like feels so much better than, than what I've already experienced. So then I liked it.
1: I'd say it's an essential uh, alphabetical <laughs> uh, monolinear keyboard equivalent.
0: I'm still waiting for my QWERTY layout.
1: Yeah, it's going to yeah, happen gonna... sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But uh, I just want to. I, I feel like we've gotten we've gotten pretty wrapped up in the pictures, and I think we at least need to uh, we need to acknowledge the fact that there is a bare bones board game on top of Pictionary.
0: Sean, would you like to walk us through? The board game part of
1: it? So in the board game part, uh, you play as either a pair of shoes, a trumpet, uh, ice cream, or some other thing that I don't remember. I think remember. a teddy bear. Yeah, a teddy bear. And um, you, you you just go around in a circle, and each space is a different color. And when you land on a space, you have to uh, answer a question, you have to answer a picture <laughs> um, correctly. And if you get that correctly, that color uh, goes into your little inventory of which colors you have. There are four colors, Um, and you have to get all four before you can go up to the next level of the board game. Um, And uh, depending on how long it takes you to answer, uh, that depends. that, That that. uh, that's your dice roll. So like if you're quick, you roll a six. Uh, if you're slow, you roll a one, and that moves you to the next base. Um And
0: that's pretty much it. Now, when you say get to the next level, realistically, what's happening is, is you're like going up to like the second floor of the board yes. game. If you imagine the board game as like a tower. You're getting uh, beamed up. Yeah, you're getting beamed up and almost ascending in some ways because nobody else yeah. is there with you unless uh, people beat you there. And, and then it's just kind of like there's no end in sight really for, for, for the first time it happens to you because you're not quite sure like yeah, well, is like there how only many of two these are there? Yeah, how many layers are there? Uh, and <laughs> I think there's four in the hardest difficulty, correct? And I think maybe three I, on the first on the easy yeah and medium.
1: I, I didn't actually finish my hard game because uh, it was goofy, but yeah, on three there there are three levels. And easy at the very least before you get to uh, the winning cir- the winner circle. <laughs>
0: at the on the uh, hard and very hard fourth level there are dropout squares on that part Uh, of the board that cause the players to fall back down onto the third level now that doesn't you know that sounds like snakes and ladders to me as well you know (laughs) so now now we've got Pictionary some form of Trivial Pursuit and Snakes and Ladders all in one game Uh, it's a must-buy wait what is the Trivial
1: Pursuit thing
0: no, I'm not saying it's Trivial Pursuit. I'm saying they're alluding oh, the to colors. that on their own, <laughs> like back of the box.
2: They were. Well, I think it's were... the colors of like. Isn't that Trivial Pursuit? There's like different categories in different colors. Like I guess so. yellow is. Oh, okay, is yeah, that's
1: true. Right. Oh, I and th- I think th- you I need those colors, were, right?
0: Thought they were insulting Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> they probably were doing both because they are that ballsy. Yeah. Now, so you have to collect all four colors on the on the board before you can ascend. Did you find yourself? Did you find yourself in a situation where you had the other three colors but just couldn't land on that fourth color?
2: Yeah, th- that's where something I-, I thought that I thought they have like maybe two decent gameplay ideas for a board game that don't work well together, and that's the needing the four colors and having the dice roll the way that it rolls, whereas the more time that it takes you to guess something, the lower your dice roll is. So, so theoretically, you have to like think about like. Okay, how long do I want to take so I can get a three? Because I only need three spaces to get to the blue space I need. But then, really, that that's like a hard strategy to pull off. That's a hard strategy to have to like try and come, cause, because because you're you're competing against the computer. That yeah, might take, but it's the longer it's you take,
1: Reward. I mean, thinking about if you're true, playing against yeah. other people. Like, it's uh, do I think that they'll get it, or do do I think I'm the only one that gets it? And so should I uh, that, wait until I get that four. You know,
2: that's uh, a good point. Especially if playing against other people, I, I think maybe playing against computer was what kind of threw me off because I was like, well, I I just know that usually around three or two, the computer will get it on medium. So like, I never got a three or two because I was just like, well, you know, once I know it, I'm just going to guess it. Maybe I'll wait for a four, or maybe just at three. So like, I guess because the computer was a little more predictable than a regular person, that hurt it. Yeah. I, I can only yeah, imagine how intense you were thinking, though, Joe, in the moment as the
0: lines are being <laughs> well, drawn across the screen. you are like, I should wait for the four because if I get the four, I will have to hit my chance for green.
2: Well, I wanted I, I wanted to – I was hoping this would be a lot more – I don't know. I don't even want to say complex, but like, I don't know, a lot more like strategy-based of a board game. I was just thinking like even with like a, the primitive technology of the NES – if you're untying a board game from, like, needing physical pieces that can actually do things, you can probably come up with some cool little things and strategy things and ways it works that, that aren't tied to the laws of physics, but I feel like this kind of didn't really utilize that too much, other than the fact that you go to other levels, but, like, who cares? Um so I was just like hoping there would be like some I don't know more board game to this other than just like go around the circles and and guess the do the same thing over and over again.
0: Yeah, it's like it's almost like Candyland except for a little more advanced because at least rolling you have count, some yeah it, yeah you have some control in Candyland. I, I really
1: you, don't appreciate like that this. These these snide remarks about Candyland.
0: Candyland is a game that plays itself, Sean. You never have to do anything once you shuffle the cards. The game is already decided; it's over. But I have many
1: fond memories of playing Candyland as a child, and uh, you—you have fond memories
2: of watching Candyland unfold. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Candyland you, were never, you, were
0: you were merely a participant. In the, <laughs> well, I didn't know that as a child. Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, that's true. It's a colorful board. One thing that it's this game does not have going colorful. on, you would think that since this is a video board game, they would do a little more plussing up to make it look, I don't know, futuristic or even like have a background. But instead, it it's just. It has the beaming. It's just tiles, though, on a black void. It's like space. What world are we in that like a high heel and a teddy bear are like the last sentient objects alive and they have to like move They're across They're
1: game a... pieces
0: Mike They they might be the first sentient objects alive. We don't know. <laughs> that's also true. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't read the manual or the back of the box before booting up this game for the first time and I was a little surprised to find out that the whole game was just drawing the pictures. Was it, were you were you ever expecting like another like oh that's the blue category? I can't wait to see what happens when I land on greet. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of what I meant with like, like it's like they just didn't use the fact that they could do so many other things. Like they were just like, all right, here's one thing we can do. All right, that's our game.
1: Well, yeah, it, the, even in the manual, the like in the beginning of the manual, I still thought that like that was just one category. And as I get to like the halfway, because it says like uh, there's like hundreds of different uh, things, and which is the, so many categories. Not a and, and and so many categories, and I just thought, like, oh, man. And then it got to halfway through the manual, I'm like, oh, it's just pictures. Like, <laughs> movies is just pictures.
0: And I don't know what they would have done, but, you know, they already had the whole trivia system built in from Jeopardy, so they could have done, like, a trivia round and maybe, like, a, you know, an actual video game component of this where you have to, like, <laughs> you know, you have to do something with your uh, inputs to like catch a ball or something i don't know could have been could have been something other than just drawing a mario party
2: style uh... yeah
0: exactly that's kind of what i was what i was alluding to joe a mario party style game where different tiles do different things
2: for me to say that I, I've always... When I was a kid, I always thought that, like, that Super Mario Brothers 3 was kind of going for a board game thing. But, like, the, the tiles were levels. I don't know if they were actually trying that, but it always felt like a board game to me. You're on the board, you go from level to level, but there's all these little, like, unique pickups you can get on the board. There's other little mini games you can get, and it kind of looks like a board game.
0: I love that idea. I definitely never thought that in my life. But <laughs> I, I... No, but I also thought, like, you know, to even give, like, a more recent example... Dragon Ball Z Budokai Two did this something similar with their story mode, where it was like it was like a board game, and it retold the entire story of Dragon Ball Z, and then you went into based on where you moved your character around on on the board, you went into battles that were relevant to the story
2: mode. Huh. Yeah, I think that's a cool thing. I mean, obviously, we're we're talking about even Super Mario Bros. Three is much more advanced than this game, but, like, we're talking about more advanced games, but, like, I'm not not even saying that Anticipation should have done that exactly, like, oh, had some kind of mini games or whatever, but, like, I just feel like that I feel like there was just so much more creativity you could put into a board game that's also a video game.
0: It would have been cool to even see, like, if you land on a certain tile that, like, can draw cards, and you can use those cards to, like, give to other players to, like, now... They have to guess after like one line is drawn, or they have like they have to go back and they or they lose a color, or they you know just other penalties and stuff like that.
2: Exactly, you can give players some sort of some sort of way to change the layout of the board or like rearrange things or things you wouldn't be able to do on a real board game, but still don't feel like oh this is just a regular video game.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I didn't have any of these thoughts, Um, but that would have at least made the experience. Uh, a a
0: little bit more uh what's the word i'm looking for fun fun there you go yeah and really who is the the demographic that anticipation is searching for? Because if you look I, at I'd this, I'd say
1: late twenties, early thirties. Uh, that's usually the, pic, the the peak pictionary time. Uh, yeah,
0: I agree. Definitely. I mean, look at this box art. There's there, that's full of twenty eight year olds, right? <laughs> uh,
1: about fifty percent women, fifty percent men. Uh, uh, no facial hair. If you wear if you have facial hair, you cannot play this
0: game. Yeah, is that Joe Pesci in the bottom center? <laughs> He just, like, Uh, showed up for this. He's like, oh, I love Nintendo. (laughs) I
1: I don't see Joe Pesci in that, but... Uh, Okay, all uh, right. I see a young... uh, uh, Who's the guy that did uh, America's Funniest Videos, and then he got really uh, dirty? Bob Saget? Bob Saget. Yeah, I see a young Bob Saget in the top. I think it was third. the
0: other way around. I think he was really dirty, and then somehow well, then he got, got
1: dirty again. You yeah,
0: know? yeah, okay, I got you. I also see Zac Efron in the top right.
2: Now this is a star-studded cast. <laughs> in anticipation, but, but that's but that's Bob Saget.
0: No, I'm saying that's Zac Efron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Bob Saget and Zac Efron kind of look the same.
0: I think I would agree on that. If they were ever going to like redo, remake Full House in HD, they should use. <laughs> Uh, Zach Efron. Just <laughs> okay,
1: like a digitally overlay Zach Efron's likeness.
0: Oh, I never thought about doing it that way, but I guess yeah, yeah. that's that's like a good way to remake the Cosby Show. <laughs> just like put somebody else in that role. Yeah, don't even have to get the other characters. Don't have to refilm anything. Just motion capture, deep fake. I love it.
1: Yeah, deep fake it all.
2: Okay, one other thing I, that I want to talk about though is, and I'm trying to remember exactly what they're called. In in later levels, there are spaces that. They Those say are feature squares. Feature squares, exactly. And and from what I only landed on one once because it was very easy for me to finish the game after that without landing on them because you can just figure it out. But um, what it looked like to me is it just makes you rotate around the board really quick and you just press A on the on the tile you want to land on. Is that the only thing it does? Has anyone seen it do anything that, else? That's
1: it. That's the only thing it does.
2: Because the manual says oh, not, not. I wish I had it right here. It's I'm basically
1: it. along the lines of like. Uh, it, it's gonna lift you up. Um, and if you press the A button, it'll bring you back down to earth.
2: Well, well, what it, what it says is I'm, I'm just reading it now. If you if you land on one of these, something crazy will happen. <laughs> Stay <laughs> cool crazy. and press the A button right on time. It's like 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 it's going to be something really stressful and crazy. You got to keep your cool and press the A button. It's like th- that was that was maybe the most exciting thing that happens in this game, and, and it's not very exciting. In fact, it's not very hard to press the A button on exactly what tile you want. It, there's like no challenge to it.
0: One thing I definitely don't think of this game as is stressful. I would never describe this like, oh, you shouldn't play this if you have heart problems.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just love that it says stay cool and press the A button. Like, we're, cool. we're here with you. You're going to get through this. Like, <laughs>
0: These manual copywriters are doing the best they can with the material they have.
1: <laughs> no, they're definite. No, I can't. I can't abide that. I don't want to go too off topic, but I'd say that most uh, most manual copywriters actually do a disservice to the games that they're manualizing.
2: But But this one, though? I think this one actually does make it sound... It still doesn't sound exciting, but it sounds more exciting than it actually is.
1: I'll grant you anticipation as the exception that proves the rule. I thought
2: that's what we were talking about, is anticipation. I, I, I meant
0: in general. Oh,
2: gotcha. So when, when you win this
0: game at the very end, uh, you get teleported up to what seems like another stage, and you're like, oh, great, here we go. But then your icon looks at like a trophy of your icon... On top of everybody else's icons, like the other icons have been crushed.
1: (laughs) I mean, if I I thought, I mean, I've never won a trophy in my life, but I thought that's how how it was.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's actually they actually like get 3D models of you and have you stand on all like the people on the other baseball team like doesn't the stanley
1: cup have engravings (laughs) of of the losing team being slaughtered by the winning team no sean it's
0: it's all it's close but it's actually that every team that wins the stanley cup then just like adds to it of them crushing the previous winners (laughs) of the stanley cup
2: (laughs) i like that yeah so if you don't ever win the stanley cup you you never get in that you've never lost really you never never lost yeah yeah so the Buffalo
0: Sabres have nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I swear that's to
1: fucking God. I will, I will eat you alive.
0: All right. So, I mean, believe it or not, I don't really have much else to talk about here. I suppose we could do a rare retrospective, but other than Slalom and Wizards and Warriors, they're pretty much just giving us board games now. Uh, oh, sorry. They also gave us RC Pro-Am. So they had like three hot. Now they've got three that are just like, well, I don't even know if these are really video games at a certain point. You know, it's, what is a video still game? It's small.
1: What All, RC program is like? It's still like a small thing. It's like th- they're just trying to remake things that are already in your house.
0: Got it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. RCs are in your house and so are Wizards and Warriors. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to we're not going to do the rare retrospective yet is what I'm saying. I think we should wait for them to come out with another big game. And then we could kind of ask, like, what 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 was the plan? Like, why did they go this route? I mean, maybe these games made money, right? You have to imagine that if you're marketed as the first any Nintendo board game, you're probably going to buy that or your mom's going to buy that for you. You know, like your mom's going to be like, oh, board games. Great.
2: He's always yeah, I almost feel like Nintendo. that was more the target. It's like parents who really weren't sure what their kids wanted, but they were like, well, they like board games and they like Nintendo.
0: Yeah, and I think we should figure out if we like this in
2: 2020 during our Essential Games list.
0: Joe, you'll notice I said, do we like this game? Uh, but you're also going to have to give an essential vote. Uh, so please give both of those.
2: So Spy versus Spy, Super Mario Bros. 3, and Anticipation. Those are the last three games we played, and I think Super those Mario are Brothers the two quintessential, essential games of our time. So yes, I'm voting as essential.
0: <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh you'll note that we played Super Mario Brothers 2, not 3.
2: Oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh that's my mistake. So, this is not essential. Oh, no. no, 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 no.
1: no you can't do that. You, you, uh, <laughs> no, no, it was just can. I I
2: misunderstood the question. I'm going to say not essential. Um I think that they could have done a lot more with this game, even just to make it a play it. I I think this is just like like it's not like it's it's not like it's some horrible like it's not like you you can't have fun playing this game, but it's just kind of just kind of boring and like not something that you need a video game to do. I mean, I guess you need it for the computer to be drawing it, but like I said, I already think that's a that's a mark against it. So I, I think it's just more fun to play this, like, on paper with a friend. Joe, I think you're... So no, not the, essential.
0: Yeah, the real trifecta here is uh, Psycross, Spy vs. Spy, Super Mario Bros. 2, the three S's of October 1988. Oh,
2: of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should
0: have uh, Yeah, that. the S tier of games, if you will.
1: <laughs>
0: now, Sean... You wanted Joe to vote that game essential just now, so I'm scared to hear your vote here, but please tell us anyway. Uh, so I, I, I basically just didn't want him
1: to, uh, to give a joke answer and then go back on it. But then I realized that I have done that before many a time, so that would be a double standard.
2: Yeah, I consider you my inspiration, actually. not yeah. anymore, but
1: I did. <laughs> um, so, here's, so here's what anticipation is. Anticipation is Pictionary except it removes, uh, it removes you drawing. It, it removes you yelling at your friends the same word over and over, even though they keep saying you're wrong. Uh, it, it removes all of the drunken antics that, that would happen alongside that, uh, and it adds a multicolored circle with ice cream on it. I would say that this is not essential.
0: I think that's well said. I, you know you're, Sometimes you forget the human element of it, but even when I was playing with another person – I, we never had that moment of shouting out loud, like what it is, you know, so that it's missing things like that. Yeah. I put anticipation in the category of video games where, uh, you know, a development company is told by the publisher, Hey, we need a new game. And they just kind of gather around and say, well, we can make this like, we can make this really fast. We know how to make this. It's (laughs) easy to make this. And, And then they make it. And it's like, it wasn't necessary. Anticipation was probably a game that never needed to be made, but I understand why it was made back in that time. I'm here to tell you right now you do not need to play it in 2020 and you won't need to play it 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I guarantee it. This game is is lost to time at this point and we're probably if it's going to be a rare occasion if we Ooh. bring up anticipation again on the show. Rare. Thank um, you for that, Sean.
1: <laughs> I, I do have one I do have one little comment that isn't directly critical of this game. And it's just uh like the state of the industry, I guess. Like I I doubt that they were the first the, the first guys to think that like, oh, what if we had board game elements in this video game? I'm not giving them that credit, but it at least shows you where like thoughts of developers are are headed right now and that like that there still is that nugget of like oh there might be a good board game based like like in terms of it's a it's its gameplay uh, elements and mechanics like that could happen over on the horizon maybe so i i guess that's that's all i have to say
0: i think that's a good point though sean that like we're still trying you know people even though the The console is being flooded with games. People are still trying different things and seeing what's working in 1988. And I'm sure there's going to be a point where we're just going to get continuously hit with shmups, sports games, and arcade ports. But for the time being, it is nice to have, like, different stuff just to be able to play variety. Because there was a point in uh, late 87 where we were almost playing exclusively shmups. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, before we go, though, we do have a, you know, a piece of fan mail, if you will, uh, a question to to answer here that's been posed to the Nostalgia crew. Uh, are you guys game? I'm game. I'm game. Okay. Uh, this one comes from Steve from Houston, and uh, he says, best wishes, number one fan. I think that's, you know, that's tough to say you're the number one fan, but I believe <laughs> it because it's the first question we've gotten
2: in months. And has anyone else said it? I mean, you just got to say it. Let's not, let's not
0: pit them against each other. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> want to pit anybody against each other. I think all of our number one fans are exclusively our number one fan. I, I agree. So anyway, the, the question at hand is, if you could remake any game that we've played so far on the NES into an open-world RPG, which is famously <laughs> the best genre, what would you pick? No cheating with Mario or Link. Only hot, fresh IP. I got a meeting with Danny Konami and John (laughs) Bonjellico to pitch this to tomorrow. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Who wants to go first? Who's got thoughts? I mean, Uh, I I, I got one.
1: Okay, please. All right, so the game that I would remake uh, on the PS5 (laughs) um, and uh, the Xbox Series X would be Lunar Pool. Now, it's going to take some tweaking in terms of uh the scope uh, yeah, obviously cuz it's open world uh, as well as like uh, the the lore so basically lunar pool uh 2021 would be uh you live in a, a sort of uh a, a sort of cyberpunky like moon colony uh that is it's it's industrialized you you have uh, you have you've have little personal wealth it's very corporate but Everywhere are these, uh, these, these pool halls that are seedy and they're, they're where the actual things happen. And you take on the role as a pool shark. And basically, you, you would go around this lunar city to the different uh, pool halls. Uh, you would play pool, get into fights. Uh, there'd be some romance options uh, of the bar flies at the pool hall. Um, and uh, you, you'd eventually take down the CEO... Of this uh, lunar corporation in a, a, a game of pool, you wouldn't like win anything, but you'd really show them who's boss. That's beautiful.
2: I, honestly, I, love I, it. I think that I honestly think that would be a fun that would be a fun game. You know, they they uh, I, I would play it. They gotta get quirky. They gotta get quirky. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you have your choice? Yeah, I, I think what I, what I'm thinking maybe maybe part of this is recency bias, but is spy versus spy? I, I think this is like this could be the first ever. <laughs> exclusively two player open world game where you're both in the world together, setting traps worldwide, you're gathering fowlers and factions and just doing like skyrim levels of things, but all just everything you're doing is like trying to go on a quest that'll just help screw over the other person in some way. So I think that you know, you're always looking for where they are in the world and the Joe you're to saying worldwide, just, but
0: is it really like the entire world mapped out? No, I think it would all, be like our our entire world.
1: real world. Oh, oh, okay, I see.
0: Yeah, like an entire real world mapped I got out
2: yeah, to scale. To scale, yep. <laughs> and you can go in any building. Yeah, even like you. Yeah, even like the real people are all really really there. No, even if it wasn't, you know, it could be it could be any world as long as it's large open world. You, the whole point of the game is to find and kill the other spy. Could take. Could be an eighty-hour game. It could be a twenty-minute game.
1: <laughs> so do you have to set up like like? Uh, times that you play together, or, or can you play at any time? And you like you, you have to have put to keep- your guy <laughs> to sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you, I I like that. I was going to say you just have to keep playing until you're done or want to forfeit. But I, I like that idea better. Like you have to like find a good hiding spot to like. <laughs> to like to sleep while you're not playing and then they could come <laughs> kill you in your sleep and then you turn the game on and say, well you lost you should i, I kind of like slept.
1: that yeah
2: <laughs> and once you lose that's it your copy
0: can't work anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yep now i i'm going to give two answers here because i'm pretty sure i can't say my first one which i was thinking of was <laughs> jaws uh but that's not really a fresh IP. It's, you know, it's tied up in movies. Oh, I guess and neither is Spy
2: versus Spy, if you, if you put that. Yeah, right.
0: but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm just saying. Like to me, the Jaws game was already pretty close. Now imagine that as an open world RPG where you're like trying to track down Jaws and you're, you know, you're you're building out your ship and your your loadouts and you're getting stronger throughout the game. Oh, that
1: would be great.
0: And then when you finally kill Jaws, it unlocks a second mode where you do the whole story campaign again, except for now you're Jaws. And you have to get stronger and stronger and you have to progress through the game to try to outdo the captain.
2: And, and is the captain now, you, the captain that you've customized, now you have to beat yourself? I don't that know you if it's said you have to beat up?
0: yourself. I think it's just a, you know, it's a computer AI version of that, but you are Jaws. And I think once you beat both story modes, that unlocks the secret campaign where you play as Steven Spielberg trying to film it all happening.
1: <laughs> See, I, I mean, that that's... That's that's what I'm talking about though. Uh, asymmetric multiplayer. I know that that you're not saying that's a multiplayer game, but I think that it could be. It could and, be, <laughs> and and that's sort of like what I what I like about it. But of course, still open world.
2: Yeah, be idea, like, I like
1: Red Dead Online, but Jaws Online.
2: I just like the idea that Steven Spielberg is like actually like a documentary filmmaker, and he's just like <laughs> traveling around the world trying to film this real like actual shark. And yeah, you get to
1: make your movies and release them online,
2: right? It's the movies as well. It's also that game for
0: PC. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's that.
0: Now, uh, since Jaws, I don't think is really allowed. Uh, I will say that a game that should absolutely be made is Ghost and Goblins, but in the style of like a Dark Souls like game. I-, I think that that world already has like a lot of cartoonish, yeah. comedic elements to it, and it lends itself to like a fun light-hearted dark souls game that's also already has a reputation for being very hard
1: yeah that's uh, i i agree with this too because a lot of like that souls-like genre is a little too grimdark like i think the only the only one that has much levity in it is like the jedi the jedi game and oh I yeah think,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think a a fun cartoony souls-like would be nice
2: So do you, like, in this Souls-like version of the game, do you get hit and you, like, jump out of your armor and then you're walking around your armor? Yeah, your armor, you get two hits, basically. And the first (laughs) time, you know, your armor falls
0: apart and then you're in your heart-shaped boxers. And then the second one, you are dead because you don't have armor. But
1: to make a truly open world, you'd probably have to add some towns in there as well.
0: Yeah, but the towns would react differently based on whether you had the armor or the underwear. Oh, of course. You'd have to have
1: that immersion.
0: A fantastic question, really. Uh, from, from Steve from Houston uh, And he also wants to know why you guys Don't tell us your last names But I think it's for the best That you don't tell us uh, your last names
1: Well now we got you hooked
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah it's yeah. like that's that's the whole mystery We will reveal that on episode 716 <laughs> Don't you worry I'm sure by then you'll know a lot more About us than just our last names <laughs> uh, Okay and I think That's all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia be sure to join us next week because we have Blaster Master on tap. Uh, you know, that's a game that has a ton of, like, follow-up games and has gotten some new life on the Switch and everything, but this NES game is very well regarded by real NES fans, and I don't mean to call anyone who doesn't like this game not a real NES fan. It's just when you ever hear about, like... Games outside of the the Super Mario Brothers and the Legend of Zeldas and the Castlevanias. A lot of people start talking about games like Blaster Master. And so I'm really interested to see what this one's all about because I never played it. Same. With I've never Overwatch played it either.
2: Or... And whenever I hear it, I, I know it's not true, but it always makes me picture math blasters. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> and whenever so I hear it, math blasters. Whenever I hear math blasters, I think of that other one, Number Munchers. Mm, don't know I, that one. Oh, uh, it like, it's like a frog that eats uh, not fractions. That's frog fractions. <laughs> that's frog fractions. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I always get those games confused. When we were playing Anticipation, I was like, this isn't frog fractions. Uh, you know, it's every time. I'm like watching the Fresh Prince on HBO Max, and I'm like, this isn't frog fractions. <laughs> anyway... You know, that's all the time we have for this episode. Please join us next week for Blaster Master. You can always ask us questions. You see how much fun we have with them. So keep the, the fan mail coming. Contact us on Twitter, at NostalgiaCast. Or follow me directly, at Esposito Film on Twitter. I'm Michael Esposito, and I'll talk to you soon.